0: Hello, this is Kenya, and welcome to my Magical Cottagecore Life. Today, we are getting ready. The winds are blowing, the cool air is creeping up around our necks and our wrists as our coats try to keep us warm, and we huddle together against the autumn winds. Why? Halloween is coming here in in the United States and that means all the ghosties and goblins are getting ready to terrorize us as well as small children getting ready to ring our doorbells and get into sugar comas. I hope you've been enjoying the Halloween treat cycle that we've done on the podcast. And I want to talk a little bit about Things you can do with natural items to decorate your home for the season, for Halloween, or for any other autumnal celebration having to do with the dead. So, take out your big book of stuff and turn to the section on decor, and seasonal decor specifically, and let's get started. So, one thing that there's a plethora of at this time is leaves. I mean, unless you're living in an area where there are no leaves that you can play with, then in that case, this won't apply to you. But there are leaves everywhere, especially here in Michigan. And this is the time to start gathering all the leaves you want to decorate your home for autumn and for fall. Now, not all the leaves are turning colors. There's still a lot of greenery out here, but this is the best time to start gathering them up to do things for the porch and for the home and to basically prepare. So the first thing we're going to talk about is how to make an autumnal wreath out of natural materials using leaves. Now, if you are near a grapevine, this is perfect because you can either take a pre-existing form, like from... A department store or from a small store that sell things for a, sells things for a dollar for crafting or you can make your own uh, little round wreath uh, based on your own form or free form by weaving together the grapevines that you find and drying them in a circle that's right you can cut them and you'll probably be making a really good set of friends in the neighborhood if they're invasive and you can just weave them together into a loop and let them dry. And that'll be your grapevine wreath right there. And to decorate them, you've already got a leaf for, you know, probably along the whole length of it. But you can also start gathering additional leaves and then sewing them. You heard me sewing them to the wreath itself. That's right, I said so. But you're not going to use regular thread. You're going to use waxed, use waxed dental floss because it slides a lot easier and it lasts a lot longer. And there you have it. That's your first decoration. You can put this on the door, on the porch, or even on the hearth. say you don't want to do leaves and there's so many other things you can do. Another thing you can do to give yourself just a little bit of flair is to go out there and remember we talked about uh, millet that those like really cute fuzzy little things that stick out of the ground. Well we have those still you know out here in the in the yards and in the wetlands. You can grab yourself some really cool millet stalks or any of the invasive grasses that are growing in Michigan right now, start cutting them down and put them in vases and put them on either side of your door. You can always add spider webs to give them a Halloween feel, maybe some spider rings or something along that line. And that would be something really cute that you could use to perk up your doorway. You know, sprays of of reeds or rushes are always fun because they'll last all the way into the winter. Uh, you can do the same thing with the milkweed pots because they're just about out. And if you're not go- if you have enough, don't worry about them not reproducing. Trust me, if if they're there, they're gonna break open anyway. So you may as well use them, right? Now, of course, we're going to talk about pumpkins and other gourds and squashes. Those beautiful squashes like the regular patty pan squash and the lovely, huge, big jack-o'-lantern pumpkins. Jack-o'-lanterns, those are great. But there's others, too. You can use those Hubbard uh, squashes, too, or those oddly shaped warded gourds and put them in a collection on your porch. Not only do they look good, they'll attract squirrels who may be hungry and You know, if you just like that kind of thing, put them in your garden in a display, wherever it is your squash patch was, and that way you'll probably have squash next year. See there, isn't that great? The other thing you can do with them is paint them. You can actually paint your gourds on the outside with water-based paint. I know as it rains, it'll get kind of gross, but that's okay. They're supposed to be creepy, right? Or you can actually put electrical black tape instead of cutting them and use them that way. And if you're frugal, you don't even have to put them outside. You can put them in the front or side windows so they can be seen. And in actuality, you're just basically using them in those areas to be stored until you make your pies or you dehydrate or can them. And again, uh, I want to be cautious here about canning. Unless you know someone who knows how, do not attempt to can squash uh, without someone who really knows how to do it to show you because you want to be safe. Okay? All right. So yeah, there's so many ways to decorate with those. You can even take the little ones and put them up both sides of your pathway going to your home. And that's a cute little thing too. one of my favorite things to do is to put up those giant corn stalks. Those are fun. You see them around the farmer's markets this time of year and people put them on the edges of their property or on their doorways, you know, and it's really an outdoor decoration, but it just screams Halloween and fall and it's so just homey and rustic. And it also goes down to the bounty of the season season. You know, after all, Halloween is the second of our death festivals. Actually, no, Halloween is the third of our death festivals for the year. I'm sorry, I had a moment there. Uh, not so senior moment, because I'm not a senior yet, but hey, I'm knocking on the door, right? <laughs> Another, what is it, t- 10, 20 years? Woohoo! But yeah, so you can definitely um, use that as a, a bit of decor. And you can even make fun little dolls to hang around. You know, those Maybon dolls, hang them up. Hang those corn dollies up around and have them hanging, especially if you're going to use them in the front. They could be hangy ghosties if you paint them white. Another thing you can do is have little pinecone people all across your lawn after you've cleaned your lawn what you can do is take little pine cones and use those as the heads or the bodies and then use sticks and you can use little pine cone people by wrapping them together and hot gluing them and have them marching all over the place I mean, it's kind of odd, but it will be cute. Especially if you're doing a cottage core kind of motif, then you can make giant mushrooms and put them next to them, and you can have an entire invasion of little people. You know what I mean? It'd be great. Um, just be careful and not to put them in a ring around your naturally occurring mushrooms. You don't want to maybe draw a little uh, attention by the friendly ones, or the kindly ones, the other name for the little people that are magical and in certain kinds of fairy tales that might take offense at your pinecone people. Safety first. Another great way to decorate your front or your yard and have it be something natural and something that can be beneficial to wildlife is to make a wreath. Now I don't mean a holiday Yule or Christmas wreath. I mean a wreath for the season. Get yourself a bag of old bagels. And then what you're gonna do, you're gonna either cover it in peanut butter or hazelnut spread or some sort of natural spread and dip it in bird seed or in some other thing like sunflower seeds and then hang them like a wreath on your front area or on the area that you're trying to decorate now of course as you're making this wreath you want them to be spaced apart so my recommendation is to loop it around the hole tie it off and then give yourself some space and loop it another one on. That way they're separated and they look cool and actually it'll bring birds to you and that's a secondary thing that will be enjoyable. You can add orange or seasonal colors for ribbons around them, around the top if you just want to have more fun for yourself and make it look a little bit more neat. Make sure that the rope or string you're using is sturdy so that if the birds climb on it, or more likely the squirrels climb on it, they won't fall. Now this next craft is definitely for someone who knows how to handle fire safely. You need to have this particular uh, decoration in an area where things that are not flammable You know, you don't want them to be able to catch something alight. So maybe put it in the center of your your yard or somewhere in a pot of sand or soil so that nothing can catch fire. And all your other decorations should be well away from it so that there's no hazard. But if you think you can do that, then my recommendation would be to get a bunch of those spent or those uh, wilted, drying up dead mullein Uh, branches. You know stalks that don't have the leaves on them anymore? You know where they are. You've seen them. And you can take them and dip them in beeswax and make something called hag tapers. And you can stick them in a pot and light them in the evening. They'll burn all night long. It takes a while to cover them, but it's definitely well worth the task. If you don't like the thought of dipping them in beeswax, then you can definitely dip them into something else, preferably not paraffin, but you can dip them in soy wax and it'll work really well. If you are a chef and cook a lot or a hunter, you can definitely dip them into tallow, which would be more traditional. And that way you can have a really cool set of torches burning into the night. One on either side of your porch or on your pathway toward the sidewalk would be absolutely stunning. Now believe it or not, that spider webbing you see, the kind that hangs down, not the actual acrylic webs, but the kind that feels wispy like torn cloth that you see in many of the different kinds of Halloween stores this time of year, they usually uh, color it black and they make it look like rags and shredded, that is actually cheesecloth that they have colored. You can do that yourself. You can do that, shred it up and hang it down around your property and on your shrubs or around your home and make your own fake spider webs out of a natural material because cheesecloth is a natural material. And guess what else? If you are drying anything like blueberries or raspberries or any other kind of really colorful fruit that you're dying that has a red or a blue or a a, a black, you can use that to help color those items so that they show up better in, the, in, a, in any kind of light. Because maybe you don't want it to just be black. Maybe you don't want it to just be white. Maybe you want to give it some pizzazz. If you really want to stand out, get yourself some beet juice. That's a good time. And dip those in. It'll look like blood. It's awesome. It's absolutely beautiful. And it's kind of creepy in a non- artificial way, but it is artificial, but you get what I'm saying. So that's another thing you can do to decorate your home. Now this next decoration is for people who eat meat. So if you're vegan, you may want to skip this segment because this is not for you. But for those who do, if you eat chicken or other kinds of meat-based products and they have bones, you can actually boil the bones down. Stare, you know, by you know, just basically after you finish with them, save them, boil them down, bleach them for a little while in salt water, and then maybe a little bit of bleach water later on outside. And then what you're going to do is you're going to take them out front and then you're going to spray paint them. You heard me, spray paint them. Spray paint them all kinds of colors. You can paint them black, you can paint them white, you can paint them bloody red. And then what you're going to grab are some mason jars. And you're just going to put your bones in the mason jars and stack them up on your porch. That's pretty gruesome. And I know that it seems like, oh, well, who would be afraid of that? Who wouldn't be afraid of just a random jar of chicken bones on the porch? especially if you only use the long bones and none of the rib cages. That's pretty weird. Another thing you can do with bones that you may have saved is to take them and actually, and I'm talking about specifically chicken wing bones, or leg bones and then you can actually save them clean them up like we talked about paint them off and then what you can do is hang them in strings like seven or eight bones just hanging down like a mobile and you can grab a hanger or some other hanging item and just make strings of them across your porch keep in mind though that you want to paint them so that they're not going to attract animals because you don't want that now we keep talking about bones and we keep you know going back to that and there's two segments about it and I know you're probably wondering why well I don't want people to just basically have random bones hanging up thinking that oh well I don't have to do anything to them I'll just hang random bones no that's how you attract vermin and if you're living in the country or if you're living somewhere that's not you know immune to rats that's how you attract them. So it's very important to handle them properly. And now before we end our episode, I want to do a little bit of a talk about our sponsor, the Midwest Witches Bazaar. They're having their bazaar on October 30th, 2021 at the Ukrainian Cultural Center in Warren, Michigan from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. It's free admission for everyone with swag bags for the first 200 people. It's a magical shopping experience that has vendors of every kind from around Michigan and some outside of Michigan, selling their wares and curiosities for the magically and mystically inclined. If you are so moved, you can also come with donations for Pagans in Need Food Pantry. They're looking for non-perishable items, as well as canned goods to help them in their mission as a mobile food pantry for Michigan. They serve all religions, all faiths, with no discrimination. Other charities include Wolf Run Spiritual Sanctuary, as well as the Michigan Pagan Scholarship Fund. So, come on out and show them some support. The many sponsors who help put on the Midwest Witches Bazaar and make it possible to be the funding for the Michigan Witches Ball, the charity event that is the primary engine toward supporting those charities, are asking for us to do a vendor spotlight. So today's vendor spotlight is on Witches Tea Flint. Witches Tea Flint is an organization from Flint, Michigan, head by, headed by Devana, that's designed to spotlight and highlight different metaphysical and magical practitioners within the magical, magical community here. Also, they are dedicated to charitable works, fundraising for organizations, as well as holding tea parties as part of fostering community, and fellowship and tolerance The Michigan Witches Ball Midwest Witches Bazaar completely and wholeheartedly endorsed this organization as one of its valued sponsors and they have really good tea as well So please check out this sponsor of the Michigan Witches Ball at Midwest Witches Bazaar at com or find them on Facebook. Now back to the show. Now we get to one of the most obvious things, and that is a well-placed broom. You can use your regular broom from home, if you have a wooden broom, or maybe a cinnamon broom, or some other straw broom, and really go to town, decorate it. Honestly, that could be the only decoration you need. A really cool broom sitting by your front door really sends a message during this time of year. And if it's really glitzed out, that sends a really fabulous message. That is that you are definitely a rich witch. Now, don't go overboard with it, though. You don't have to spend a lot of money for this. A little glitter here, some pieces of corn cob there, or maybe some ribbons and scraps. It's whatever you think is cute. Another thing you can do is actually drip candle wax all along the broom to make it look like it's been used in a lot of rituals. I mean, I'm just saying, it's really up to you what you want to do. I have seen people take soup pots, cover them completely in black wrapping paper, and then put in some of those false candles, you know, the tea lights that light from battery into the bottom, and then have a broom by it, and then have the green uh, wrapping gift paper, the tissue paper, balled up on top so and taped into place so it looks like there's a glowing potion next to a broom. It really comes down to what you want to do. So I think we've come to the end, I mean there's not a lot more you could do other than using your fire pit to make really something cool and this is just my two cents or 10 cents or 200 cents because you can use pennies inside your fire pit to change the color of the flames. No, really, you really can. Look it up. I'm serious. Or they actually have products where you can throw things into the flames and maybe change the colors a little bit artificially. It depends on how many guests you're going to have. Another great thing about having a fire pit, if you do have one, is that you can throw in scented herbs. And again, if you have parts of your garden like an overabundance of mint, this would be a great time to get rid of that mint that's kind of gotten gnarly from the season. So, or you know, you can even go in there and check out all the pine needles that have fallen and start moving those. Just make sure you do not violate any laws on burning leaves in your area because sometimes they'll look at those under that same section. You know, I really love spending this time with my friends, and we're friends, right? So I really hope you get a chance to take some pictures of how you're decorating your home this season. Meet me in the Shire. Send me a message. I would love to hear from you. And if you have anything special you want me to cover, let me know. I will see you here next time on My Magical Cottagecore Life.